Welcome to Math Mutation, a podcast where we discuss fun, interesting, or just plain weird corners of mathematics that you would not have heard in school. Recording from Hillsboro, Oregon, this is Eric Seligman, your host. And now, on to the math. Math Mutation 27. How many crayons do you need? Suppose your child is filling in the pictures in a coloring book following the common sense rule that any two areas touching each other must be different colors. How many different colors do you need? Of course you can use more colors than needed, but the question we're interested in is the minimum number of colors that will be required. Also, we're considering regions touching only if they share a non-zero portion of their border. Areas touching at a single point do not count. Otherwise, by drawing something like a pizza with lots of slices that touch in the center, you can make figures requiring any arbitrary number of colors. This problem was first formulated by a map maker in 1852 trying to color a map of the counties of England. And here is the answer, 4. Yes, any planar figure separated into regions can be filled in using no more than four colors. This is known as the four-color theorem. If only all answers in mathematics could be this simple. Basically, the theorem says that you can't draw a map in which five contiguous countries all share borders with each other, which would then require five colors to fill in. If you grab a pencil and start drawing shapes on paper, I think you'll quickly come to believe the truth of this theorem. Pause the podcast and try it. Drawing two shapes that touch, and thus require two colors, is easy, and adding a third that touches them both is also simple. Then, when you add a fourth, you'll find that at least one of your original regions is completely surrounded. There's no way to make a fifth region that touches the original four, and you're hosed. Because the truth of this theorem seems obvious once you play with some pictures, it's tempting to create not-quite-valid pseudo-proofs of the theorem. In the late 1800s, two different mathematicians published proofs of the four-color theorem, and each was thought to be valid, until 11 years later, both were debunked. The less stringent five-color theorem, which says that five colors will be sufficient, was proven in 1890 by Percy Haywood, a British mathematician who devoted his career to studying this area. The four-color version was finally proven in 1976 by Kenneth Appel and Wolfgang Haken at the University of Wisconsin. The proof was actually very controversial because it was partially done by a computer. A program ran for hundreds of hours and analyzed 1,476 possible configurations as an important part of the proof. So, was it really proven? It's tempting to be skeptical, since all of us who've used Microsoft software know how easy it is to mess up when writing a computer program. No mathematician has actually verified what was done step by step. But I would tend to say yes, this proof probably is valid. After all, it's not necessarily much harder to find an error in a computer program than by hand-tracing the multi-hundred-page proofs of many other modern major theorems. As an interesting footnote, after all this effort, it turns out the theorem doesn't really have much practical application in real-life map-making. One issue is that regions on a map are not always contiguous, so they violate a basic assumption of the theorem. A simple example is lakes and rivers. Typically, all bodies of water in a map are blue, but they're not all connected to each other. So four countries that mutually touch and all contain lakes will actually require five colors. But a simpler reason is that map makers tend to want to create visually pleasing images, and modern printing techniques allow millions of possible colors, so why do they care about minimizing them? Sometimes what's an interesting problem to a mathematician just seems silly to an artist, and vice versa. So this has been your math mutation for today.